Welcome to Wisdom and the Word Podcast, the show that not only answers your questions from God's Word, but equips believers with the foundational truths for their faith. We're excited that you've taken time to join us and hope that today's content is valuable to you. In today's episode, Pastor Wiley answers a listener's question from the Bible. Welcome to Wisdom in the Word. This is Thoughtful Thursday, and we are glad that you're joining us today. Today, we'll be answering a question from one of our listeners, and they'll be talking it through it, reasoning from the scriptures as to what God would have us to do. Here is our, our listener's question. When do we stop praying for something? And if we keep praying after we have received an answer, is it sin? When do we stop praying for something? And if we keep praying after we have received an answer, is it sin? This is a great question. I think that a lot of us struggled at certain points in our lives as to how long we should pray for something. Should we continue to pray for something? Um, sometimes even we get an answer from God and and uh, we feel bad for continuing to ask as though uh, God might uh, give us something different or give us a different answer uh, in the future. Let's talk a little bit about the nature of prayer. I think we can answer more most of these questions. Some of them have to be discerned on our own. But let's talk a little bit about, first off, the nature of prayer. I want to begin by just letting you know that the Bible is very consistent, that we are to pray consistently. We are to pray without ceasing. We are to pray persistently, habitually. It should be something that we do. Um, there's, you know, we, we find very few occurrences in the Bible where somebody is praying too much, right? Where somebody is spending too much time with the Lord. I'll, I'll take you to Luke chapter 18. I think that's the first place where we ought to start today in our study. And uh, we're going to run through some of these scriptures fairly quickly today. But in Luke 18, verses 1 to 8, Jesus tells a parable. And the Bible says, He spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So the, the goal of this parable was to accomplish the one purpose of being able to let every one of his disciples and every one of his followers know that they ought always to pray. Notice that in verse number 1, and not to faint. That is, they ought to continue, persevere, be steadfast in their prayer life. And God wants us to do that. He wants us to and he gives a story uh, in verse number two. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Then is a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversaries. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because of this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And then in verses seven and eight, um, he deals with it. So the point here is that as we ask and petition God, we ought to ask and petition God faithfully, consistently, persistently, that we ought always to pray. He's not saying that we ought to try and annoy God. He's not saying to uh, keep asking God no matter what the answer is. He's saying that the goal here is we ought not to faint. We ought to continue and persevere in our prayers and in our prayer life. So I think the Bible is very clear on this. Another passage that deals with this specifically is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 17. There's so many that we could talk about, just kind of narrow it down to a couple. But this verse says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. That is, here's the thought. The thought is um, there should be a habitual prayer. This uh, someone has likened this uh, without ceasing here in this passage to be like a cough that you can't get away away from. You know, constantly you know bombarding heaven like it's habitual, constantly coming up as though you can't help it. Pray without ceasing. So I think the scriptures are clear. 
We, we never stop praying in our lives. No matter what, there may be things we stop praying for, but we never stop praying. There may be things that we stop asking God about, but we never stop praying. So let's talk about some examples here in the Bible of the fact that there are some times maybe when we ought to stop praying. Let me give you just a few examples, and there are more. This is not intended to be exhaustive, but I kind of wrote out a few that I I think the Word of God bears out, and I I think we can find evidence of that in the Scriptures. If you go back to Joshua chapter number 7, I think you'll find uh, one of the uh, examples here that I'd like to share with you. Joshua chapter 7, they're conquering the land here in the book of Joshua. The goal here is to uh, take the land that God had given them, and uh, God had guaranteed them victory as they walked with him and were faithful in obedience. The problem was a man by the name of Achan was disobedient and they were defeated against the people of Ai in Joshua 7. Now, as a result of this, Joshua, I mean, God, Joshua goes to God and he's basically petitioning God. He's praying and he's asking God um, why these things befell him and what he's supposed to do. And so he's praying about it. And I want you to notice um, what the Bible says in the record. If you read uh, the record in verse number six, he begins praying. Um, He falls on his face to the earth before the ark. Um, He and the elders, they put dust upon their heads. They're wanting to know why um, God would not deliver them out of out of the hand of the Amorites, um, and would they continue to have these kinds of trouble? But I want you to notice God's response to this in verse number 10. God actually tells Joshua and the elders, just get up and stop praying. Look at what he says. And the Lord said unto Joshua, get thee up, wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? That is, why are you praying to me about this? Why are you asking me about this? Verse 11, Israel has sinned and they have also transgressed my covenant. So I think the first thing that we need to understand is we stop praying when there's sin involved. When when we know that God would have us repent and get right, there's no reason to keep praying. Or, for example, we can say we stop praying overarchingly when God has already spoken on an issue. Um, When God says what's true, there's no reason for you to question it. You don't need a second opinion if God has already said something about a particular issue. When God declares that something is sin, it's sin. He doesn't change his mind. God hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's God. He doesn't change. He changeth not. And so when we think about God, we think about the fact that we maybe in our prayer lives, we should first off, you don't need to pray about whether to get right. And they didn't need to pray here about what was going on. The problem was there was sin in the camp. And the only reason why they were defeated was because of the sin. God was was willing, more than willing, to be able to bless them because of what they had, uh, because of what they had, what he given them. He given them this land, but again, it was all contingent upon them being able to obey the promises that he had given. And so, when there's sin involved, you can stop praying. When God has already spoken on an issue, you can stop praying. You don't need to pray about whether to witness. You need to pray about whether or not to read read the word. You don't have to pray about whether or not you're supposed to go to church. Uh, there there are certain things that are commanded of us in the scriptures that um, are part of the fabric of who we are as believers and should never be a question uh, where we go to God and say, well, God, what is your will in this particular issue? So again, we never stop praying in our lives. We know that, but maybe we stop praying when God has already spoken on an issue, when there's sin involved, when God has already rendered a verdict, you don't need another verdict. Another example of maybe when we stop praying in the scriptures is we stop praying when the request is not God's will. 
And sometimes this is difficult, and I know that it's hard, but if you're praying about something and God has said no on multiple occasions, um, when it's not God's will, um, you might need to just just uh, you know stop petitioning heaven for that very same request. You'll notice in James chapter number four, um, what the Bible says here in verses one to three, from whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Look at this. Ye war and ye fight in war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Now notice verse three. Ye ask and receive not. Why is God not giving? Why is God answering your prayers? Why? Because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. When we are asking things specifically that we know are for our own greeds and not for our needs, when we're asking specifically for things that, you know, we want, and I'm not saying that God may not give you the desires of your heart, but when you're praying so that you can consume it upon your own lust and you're, you're, and it's going to become an idol to you and it's going to get between you and God, God's not going to grant you that request. God's not going to give that to you. You might as well stop praying for it. So, I mean, in this passage, it seems that uh, we are supposed to stop praying when the request is is not in God's will. When God has been clear, maybe you've been praying about something and God has said, uh, you just believe. I mean, just know that this is not God's will. I mean, maybe you step back from that and say, Lord, I don't know what your will is. Now, this is what I want, but this is what you want. And again, the scriptures teach us to pray according to the will of God. Uh, Always pray in the authority of Christ. Always pray in accordance with the will of God. And when you're praying, you pray in accordance with his will. God, I don't know what you want, but I know what I want. And God, but I only want what you want for me. I only want what's best for me. And if you're going to ask it to consume it upon your own loss, you probably might might as well not ask at all. And then thirdly, I was thinking about this passage, 2 Corinthians 12. Perhaps we stop praying when we already have God's answer. Paul did. Paul stopped praying when he had God's answer on a particular subject. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, he is sharing a, a personal uh, story about uh, a thorn in the flesh that, that God had allowed him to have. And the Bible says in verse 7 that he was, because he had received these revelations and God had blessed him with these revelations, God gave him a thorn in the flesh. It was the messenger of Satan to buffet him so he wouldn't be exalted. And he says in verse 8, he says, for this thing, I besought the Lord thrice. 2 Corinthians 12, 8. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. That is, I asked God to take it away. You know, notice verse 9. He said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. And then his conclusion in verse number 9, he said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He said, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna rejoice in this, that God has allowed me to have this so that I might have his strength and his power resting upon me. That's what I want. That's what's most important to me. But it's interesting here that Paul, specifically asked God to relieve him of this infirmity three times. And now again, we petition God way more than that. And we ask him over and over and over and over again. And sometimes God will give a clear answer. Sometimes God will say no. Sometimes God will say not yet. Sometimes God says yes. I like it when God says yes. I like it when my will aligns with God's will. That's my favorite part. But that doesn't always happen. And sometimes God says not yet. Sometimes God says no. And when God says not yet, the answer is to wait, maybe keep praying. At other times, God will say no. 
And in this case, it seems that Paul just gave up on the prayer and that he rather petitioned God and said, just let me glory in this and let me be happy about the infirmity that I have, just knowing that it's the infirmity and the difficulty that brings your grace and your sufficiency and your strength into my life. Now, listen, there's a lot of other reasons why somebody might uh, stop praying. And, and there's a lot of reasons why somebody might say, you know, I don't, don't know that we should pray about that anymore. But I think these are th- three good reasons to be able to consider. I mean, if God has given you an answer already, maybe you want to say, you know, I'm not sure that we should continue to pray about this. Maybe you say, I don't think this prayer is in God's will. I think I'm asking something outside of God's will. I don't think he wants me to have it. And so you stop praying for it. Or maybe you look at the Bible and say, God has been clear on this issue. There's no reason for me to continue to pray about this. I mean, it's it's clearly laid out in the scriptures as to what God said. And maybe when there's sin involved, or maybe when God has already spoken, we say, probably need to step back and just go to action on this and do what I'm supposed to do uh, regarding it. And so I think that there are times when we should stop praying. And then after, if we keep praying after we receive an answer, is it sin? I don't think it's wrong to continue to petition God about the things that he's, uh, he's doing in our lives, because sometimes we don't know the will of God. We may not know the will of God like Paul did, where God speaks audibly to him in his heart. But if God has spoken to you and he's given you clarity, uh, there's no reason to continue to pray about things that he's already answered. Uh, There's no reason to continue to ask God and petition God. And I think this is a good question for all of us. But let me say this, overriding, the overarching principle is this, men ought always to pray not to faint. That's that's God's command to us. Don't faint. Keep going. Persevere in prayer. I think we'd focus on that rather than the things that we stop praying for, but there are times, I think, when the Scripture gives us that leave. All right, so I hope that this has been a help to you today. I want to thank you for joining us for this thoughtful Thursday. Uh, next week, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Ezekiel and Noah, Daniel and Job, uh, and a question. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of great things, a lot of great truths, and if you've got any questions, we hope that you'll drop them in. Uh, let us know that you have a Bible question. We'd be glad to field it and glad to add it to our list for our next Thoughtful Thursday episode. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you'll join us on Tuesday as we get back into the Word of God from the book of Hebrews as we continue on in our study of Hebrews chapter number 11. Uh, have a great day. God bless you. And thank you today. Thank you today, wherever you are, for joining us for this version, this particular edition of Wisdom in the Word. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Wisdom in the Word podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this show on your favorite podcast app and sharing something you've learned on social media. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope to see you next time on Wisdom in the Word.